Hey everybody, it's Beyond the Pew. Beyond the Pew. We're here, we're back. We're back. Every week we're back. We're back. It's, it's returning. We so know it's happening every week. Should this be like episode 16? I have no idea. Well, because like last week we had to divide. But do we count that as two episodes? Or as one episode? That's a, va- that's a valid question. I think it's two episodes. Two episodes. Because it's two weeks. So. Okay. Um, but unlike normal weeks, we have a guest with us today. We do. Very handsome young fellow. Yeah. Thank you. With Thank the glasses you, on and the blue shirt. Yeah. Thank you. Blue slacks. Is blue your fabulous? Uh, fabulous. Is blue is blue your favorite blue. color? Blue. You, no, no, blue. Blue is blue your favorite color? It's not. No. It's not. No. Okay. What is your favorite color? Yeah. Green. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big green purple. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people, think... when you ask them what their favorite color is, they're not. They yeah. don't say green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Why I don't think green? I've ever seen you wear green. I haven't either seen you wear green. Why green? I wear green all the time. When? I got my dark green one that I wear over. My, it goes. It matches the NBC letter block. You said it's got I got the green. my dark green one. Dark green one. Like the, like button down. Like same thing as this. My <laughs> dark green my, button down. I wear it over the NBC. Actually, one. I can do this scene. Color seen, block. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking think, about. Yeah, we're on the live stream. Couple, couple well, Jeff, why don't you tell people that are yeah. that are listening or watching who you are because. You know, everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know who, who all is around this? the world. Yeah, Hawaii, yeah, yeah. Alaska, yeah, yeah. All, all, around, all the around the world in People Hawaii, Alaska, <laughs> Dominican Republic. Yeah. yeah, the DR. DR. Jeff, who are you? Who are you? Uh, my name is uh, Jeff. Obviously, thank you, thank you for that. Um, been going to Maranatha a long time now. I uh, grew up under the tutelage of Pastor Bruce Rose over word. there. Tutelage. The what? Yeah, the tutelage. Spell that. T U T E L. It, age no, wow. no, ag. Yeah, just go with that. Yeah, go I don't know. Yeah, Wait. tutelage. Wait, before we go on, I brought something today to get me in the beyond the pew mood. Yeah. Okay, just sort of prep yeah. me. Okay, so I'm just give me a second. Are we allowed to do this? Can this be done? Wow, I'm not. Is sure it a pair of shoes? He's probably getting a new pair of shoes. I hope it is. A no, brand new pair of shoes. Yeah, Jeff cannot reach. Yeah. Jeff, what are we doing? Jeff, here? What, are, what? Jeff, what are we? What are we? Yeah. What are we doing here? I'm Jeff? sorry. This joke is falling flat. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Jeff what are we, we doing? We, oh. <laughs> We're falling off the rails here. Yeah, guys. Listen. This is why. If you this have any like, questions, bro, what's the number? This, they have? this is feeling like Cleveland Browns. Listen. If you're gonna. Wow. What do we got here? Black hat. Black hat. Jeff, yes, that sir. is that is a goofy looking hat on you. Yeah. What, what? Why? Why the black why hat? Why are you wearing that black hat? Because Eric always wears a black hat? I was intending to make fun of you both. Why? That was the joke. You both are always wearing snapbacks. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Wearing I'm wearing a hat. Pew. I'm yeah. wearing a hat. Yeah. It's a good Jeff. move. Jeff, Jeff, I wouldn't that wear that. Jeff, you wore that, that give, joke. If this I could give friendly advice to you, don't ever to. wear that hat again. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I look absolutely <laughs> I ridiculous. Give... That was kind of the point, Listen, listen. I feel like I'm that, disappointed that's the most in you guys' reaction. That was supposed to be it was fantastic. That was a great job. I'll give you an A for effort. Now, what's funny is. I'll give you a C for. Execution? Yeah, and maybe Yeah, the execution was great. Well, okay, but backstory though. So I had this idea. I was like, it was going to be a funny little gag, right? So I told Adam, I was like, I need need to help him. You need to help me plant this thing. Okay. So we put it under here. Well, he texted me about 30 minutes ago. I was like, hey, Renee was in here cleaning. She put it on the back of the thing. Nice. So we'd reposition the hat. Yeah. So. Wow. It's a fantastic joke. It's very fantastic, funny. Fantastic. Fantastic. It's very joke. funny. It's very well executed. Listen, Jeff, people we in Alaska about, are laughing yes, so hard right now. All around the world. Can we just talk about something very important, yeah. though? How you put that hat on your head and your hair has not moved at all. At all. It's impressive. Really? At all. So, what product do you use for your hair? Because yeah. that's another question everybody's going to want to know. Pomade, I don't yeah. know. It's what? Just some pomade. Pomade. Wow. I don't know. You said it's pomade. I don't know. No. Yeah. 
P-O-M. Pomade. Pomade. Yeah, Pomade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. Uh-huh. you said, and I, you and I have no place to talk about. Like you have no, we're not familiar. I'm with. jealous. That, yeah, that yeah, he has nice. the hair he has, and he puts. Nice. Bruce, when you had hair, what color that was it? Stunk. I'm not gonna lie. Like, what color was it? <laughs> look, at my, look at my eyebrows. No, I don't know. What do you think? Blonde. I had blonde hair. Oh my god. All right, listen, listen. Today, today's episode, we're excited because it is unique because Jeff. We invite we invited Jeff here, even though he's not great at joke, pulling out jokes like that on the spot. That's stunk. He is amazing at serving. Servant, right, Jeff? Jeff is a professional servant, and we want to professional, yeah, servant. professional servant in the sense that he's he's really good. So we want to highlight today, you know, Marinada being connect, grow, and serve. We want to highlight that aspect of service at a church, and we wanted to have someone like you, uh, Jeff, who is a prolific uh, server servant, yeah. Uh, Who's done a lot? A lot. Uh, Listen, I think what we yeah. need to do, maybe we just just need to get the camera. I'll just handle the podcast today because you guys are struggling today. Yeah, you guys not. are struggling today <laughs> yeah. with with the podcast. You feel that way? Just run the taste no, I back. Don't. Uh. I don't. Jeff is a servant, though. He is. A he servant. is a servant. Um, and Jeff, Thank we you. appreciate how you serve at the church, and uh, you serve a lot of times behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some areas that you have served at, at Maranatha? Well, in the past, initially, uh, way back one, was doing junior high stuff for a while. And then eventually I transitioned into more of the tech side of things because it felt like I was more equipped for that. So I actually worked with our own uh, Adam Littlefield here for a little while, okay. yep. running the soundboard and doing things like that. So I did that for several years. And then more recently, I've joined um, Mr. Eric Gill down there in the senior high. Pastor, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Master of oh. Divinity, Eric Gill. Yeah. And Div, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Eric Gill. Right. There you Div. go, brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. So, so for someone like, so. So I'm curious, you know, I'm sure Bruce has some questions, but I have some questions on my own. So it's kind of, I think it's interesting because you went from being like in a role that it was like obviously very visual or, or evident, like working with the youth with the, with the, and the children's wing where people can see you, parents are connecting with you, 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 people can interact with you in that way and then transition into a role where you're very behind the scenes. Like what led you to that change? Was that a reason or it was it just like, it just opportunity open and you step up or like what led you to that change? Um, I'm trying to remember not a whole, not a whole lot. It was just something in me. Well, I was going through some spiritual battles at the time, which led me to sort of reposition, like reorient my mind around what I wanted to be doing in the local church. And beyond that, we had Sean Kaleli come in and he was going to, you know, to serve as a worship pastor. And so that was going to, it changed some things up, and I felt like it was just a good time to transition out of that. Mm. And so, and also, I started getting to you to know you a little bit better, and mm. just all of those f- factors really, yeah, led to that. So, mm. how are you serving now? Like, what are you? What's your current role? Well, I guess I'm just present in the in the senior high on a Sunday mornings. I'm there for events. Um, typically, just what I'm doing though just looks like investing in students, being with them. Talking about their lives, um, sharing uh, struggles, some sometimes, uh, and just but, but most of it's just relationship building, hmm. and 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 being present with them. Um, I've had the opportunity to teach a couple times, which has been, which has been hmm. a treat. Oh, so awesome. so what would you say is the, what has been like the biggest uh, learning curve for you? In all, let me let me let me before I ask that question, let me ask a previous question. How long would you say you've been serving at the church? If you were to put a time. It probably like seven se- seven years now. Seven years. Yeah, six seven years. Because I was serving 
in the junior high at the same time as my wife. So, yeah, it would have been about seven years, I'd say. Okay. So yeah. in those seven years, what has been the biggest uh, learning curve that you have to uh, deal with? A learning, curves in ter- learning curve in terms of like a le- challenge. Like or, challenge. Yeah, the biggest challenge of service. Getting to know, getting to know people. And, and I would probably say serving in an area that you probably, I don't know what the right word is, maybe have some disagreements with the way a particular ministry is being run. Like, um, I haven't had that experience on the worship side because I was, I was awfully, obviously haven't served under Sean. But sometimes worship is the hardest thing that people in the church have to deal with. That's the thing that they probably have the most disagreement about, right? You guys aren't dumb. You know the drill. Mm-hmm. And so for me, being on the back of the soundboard, sometimes there are things on Sunday mornings or the way we were taking a particular approach to a problem. I, I don't know. Fill in the blank. I would, in my own mind, I'm thinking, this is probably not how I would do this or I don't like this song. I don't know. Fill in the blank. And so that was difficult for me to get over mm. for sure and have to serve despite that and, and serve the yeah. local church. Wow. Yeah. Why serve? I mean, like, so you don't have to. Why do you? Do you not have to? Ooh. Okay. Clarify for us. Okay. Jeff. What, do okay. Mean, what do you mean by that? Okay, Jeff. Okay. Jeff? What do you mean what I mean by that? What Jeff? do you mean by do you not have to? Are you what? biblically mandated to serve? Are you? I, I asked you the question. I, I, just, I started the question by saying, why serve? Yeah, I know. You, and you said, do I have to? And I said, do you have to? I'm throwing the question back on you, Pastor. Aren't you the guest here? Like, I'm the host, right? So I'm j- you're the guest. I'm asking the questions here. I'm asking you. Is, do I mean, you, how do long you are we going to keep doing Do this? you have to serve? Bruce, but it's a valid question, though. It is a it's valid a question. question. That's what I'm asking yeah. it. Yeah. I serve because I think there's a biblical... I think there is a biblical call to do it. I think that um, the New Testament is filled with a lot of imperatives concerning the local church. And I think God has given me gifts that I can use um, for His glory, experiences... Um, particularly towards senior high kids, right? Being specifically the the pre college mm. time of the life, yeah, mm. where it's like preparing them for that for that time, or yeah. at least sharing things that that I went through. Yeah. Um, but in terms of why I serve, that's 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 the reason why. But I would so you agree, feel I would you agree agree feel you. you feel like there is like because you you have a full time job too, so it's not like like Bruce and I. Our our job, you know, is we're 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 serving. Like we're, we're it's part of our job to be able to be at a church and 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 serve the church, right? Right. But you also have a full time job outside of the church, and then you're also choosing to serve. Which, knowing you, you spent a quite a few hours already beyond where you're working, serving in the church. So you 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 will say that the reason why you do that is because you feel that there's this responsibility in your life that as a Christian you have to serve. I I don't like I, this. This is a hard question for me to answer because it really does come back to the question of: Are you mandated to? Mm-hmm. Right? Is there a biblical responsibility call to mandate fill in the blank to serve the Lord and in what capacity? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so the simple so, answer was yes. I'm, 
right? The, the simple, simple answer, the simple is, answer yes, is, but is there's absolutely a mandate. So someone that is not serving want... is in sin? Right. That's, that's, yeah, that, I would that's say, the logical. I, I don't know if I would say someone who's not serving is in sin as much as I would say someone who's not serving is not ultimately fulfilling the God-given role that he's given to them to do. And so, but if it's a, if serving is a mandate, is serving is something that we've been instructed to do, to not do it, then would that be, not be a sin? I mean, James talks about if you do know the right of thing to do. Sins omission versus sins of commission. But yeah, if you know the right thing be, to do, but you don't do it, then that's sin that's, to him. That's Correct. the dilemma. The that same I would face be if, if you're supposed to share the gospel. Does that mean every time you're not sharing the gospel, you're sinning? Right. So, like, right. you can ask that's the same question, like, to love your enemy every time you're not proactively seeking to care for the poor, are you sinning? Sins of omission versus sins of commission. So um, it's an interesting question if it's going to be chalked up to an issue of sin. To me, the bigger issue is not whether or not it's a sin issue or not. The bigger yeah. issue is why are you not responding in obedience to what God has called you to do, right? Yeah. And so there is a mandate, as you mentioned, First Corinthians chapter 11 talks about this and speaks about you know every believer who is part of the body of Christ has been given a spiritual gift to be used for the edification of the body. Yeah. It is a responsibility for the body to work together, that if everybody were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If everybody was an ear, where would the sense of seeing be? So it is the function of the church and the body of Christ individually to work together in a corporate way for the edification of the body. So you're right on that. My my question would be, like, if you're somebody, if you have understood the message of the gospel, you're right, if you have truly understood what took place so that you can say I'm a Christian, you know, the fact that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross, that despite the fact that you will make mistakes, that despite the fact that you will sin and continue to sin, he still was committed to sacrifice himself for your sake and my sake. Why wouldn't you want to serve? Oh, absolutely. I think we should be desire. And the question would be, why are you not being obedient? Like it's not a it's not a question of do you want to the question of is like why aren't you guys you? are nailing the pastoral guilt trip right now it's just like yeah well I mean it's precision just, well, it's as a, as a, as a <laughs> those are it's Bible I mean why wouldn't no, you no I know that's the I'm saying that's the dilemma that I face when answering yeah. the question like that like I don't I think you answered it completely appropriately yeah. the first time mm-hmm. when you spoke when you said yeah it is mandated like it is a response no of course but I don't like servants also don't want to sit in a position where they're they're almost being um, maybe, maybe prideful about their service yeah. or being for sure. Yeah, there's no room what, for pride. Uh, better than anyone else. What, or, or, what was it that like it hit that, you that you're like, okay, I have to do this. Like when when what what took place that it, you you found yourself like, you know what, this is my responsibility. I need to step up and 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 serve at my church. I can't think of a moment like that. Uh, in my mind, it's been a slow process of reorienting my mind around that. But when I got started in the junior high, it was as simple as a friend being like, hey, I'm serving the junior high. You should come down here and help out. That's sort of how it got started. So it's been a long spiritual process of reorienting my mind that way. But there are spiritual battles that come with it. Mm -hmm. Definitely pride, definitely feeling um, perhaps... A, a sense of more self, fruit, uh, a, a sense of fruitfulness, uh, maybe sort of like a self conceit. Mm-hmm. But there definitely is that. I, here's here's my point. The concept can be extrapolated extremely far out, right? I can sit here and what? He's using big words. Yeah, extrapolated. Extrapolated. Yeah. I, wow. 
that, that blew my I'm not going to yeah. take this from you guys. Wow. I'm not going to take this. Wow. I knew this would go this you way. Are, when you I are, you are this, an engineer. Like, this you is are, how it's going to be. I don't think that, from that word one. has never been Listen, said it, on this podcast. And it will Say never that, be spell said. That spell that word. Spell that Scrapulated. Scrapulated. Go ahead, We're just kidding around. Go ahead. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of more words to throw in. Go ahead. Okay, here's what I'm getting at. I got the, it. The, the <laughs> level of service, you can always make the argument that more is always better mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something is not enough. Yeah. Right? So if someone here is in the church for a half hour a week making coffee, for an example, is that more or less valuable than what I'm doing? Or I could compare myself to you guys. Am I more or less of a servant because I haven't devoted my life to ministry? Yeah. These are questions that are um, yeah. can sort of trouble the mind a lot. It yeah. can be hard to wrestle with. Yeah, and I think what we have to, I mean, if we're looking at Scripture, I think ultimately what we have to scrapulate from Scripture is Extrapolate. that, it, it, yeah, that's what I meant, is <laughs> that it is a responsibility of people that are followers Parts of Christ out. to serve, right? So that's the conclusion we would have to draw. What that service looks like, depending on giftedness, depending on calling that the Lord's placed on their heart and life, yeah. may look differently for everybody. But again, Paul emphasizes that you know there's no room for you know um, pride and arrogance because nothing that we do of ourselves is of any value. Yeah, yeah. it's only through what Christ does. Right? So, so I think that like something that is very, and, I, and I'm curious to hear your answer to this, Jeff, because I think that one of the biggest things as to why people don't want to serve it's because they don't know their what giftedness they have right they have yeah. a, they have a hard time if you ask yeah. them what is your giftedness uh, i don't know i don't know and like nowhere in the bible we're told that you need to go and search out your giftedness like anytime that you find sure. it, it it is implied that the audience know the area of giftedness right there has to be a desire in our heart to find and know and to figure out how we know what we are which that will lead to another question but Jeff, what would you say is are your areas of giftedness? And 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 Bruce, actually, I'm going to ask Bruce a question first. Bruce, what's the difference between gift and a talent? A gift and a talent? Yeah. Someone could be talented in a particular area. It doesn't mean that it's a gift given to them by the Spirit. Okay. So like there are plenty of people who Juggling do not know Christ yeah. that are extremely talented individuals, but they haven't necessarily been given. It's not a spiritual gifting they have. Yeah. Spiritual gifts are given for the specific purpose of the edification of the body for the glory of God. That's the reason for gifts are given in accordance with the will of God and according to his plan for the edification of the body of Christ. So a talent, plenty of people have talents. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're spiritual. Will you out. say then that every Christian has a gift? Yes. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you have a gift. Okay. So Jeff. A well, spiritual gift. A spiritual gift. So Jeff, what are yours? Do you know yours? Well, mine kind of intersected. I made a, I made a quiet joke here. I said, I said juggling is a talent, which is yeah, kind of true, but... What's what's funny is my mind kind of really intersected. Good like, like <laughs> what a very say? funny joke. You're, you're very funny. You no, very funny. funny. Rewind it. Listen to it. People will laugh. It's falling flat today. Yeah. Just like just like like the. Pose. I'm gonna lose sleep over that hat gag. Yeah, that, the hat thing was bad. That I thought it was you were stretching, getting all red, trying to reach it. <laughs> I mean, leaning over the couch. If you're listening to this, listen, you, you need to go on YouTube yeah, and you watch, watch the, and watch Jeff, the beginning Jeff. part. You're going to see an yeah. acrobat done by great. Jeff. It was fantastic. Where are we at? Spiritual uh, gifts. It's a gift. What are your spiritual gifts? Yeah, okay. So it was funny. Mine kind of intersected a little bit when I was able to serve on 
was on behind the soundboard, right? That was like a, a, a talent for being more technically minded uh, and was able to use that in a way to serve the Lord. So that was kind of intersection between, I don't know what you would call the spiritual gift. I don't know, maybe willingness. Service. I, maybe helps. just like service. Yeah, yeah that kind of yeah. thing sort of intersected with the talent. So, uh, so will you say too that as you were serving, you continue, you were identifying some giftedness that you may were not that you may not aware of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I've noticed that a lot, even serving in the senior high, where uh, a spiritual gift, in 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 my humble opinion, that it has served me well in the senior high is being able to build relationships with students, right, is, is to be, you guys know me, I'm, I'm, I'm more of an extrovert, and so that personality, that giftedness has really helped in connecting uh, with, with students and building those kinds of relationships, that, and that's, that's, that, was sort of, that was something that really clicked mm. the first couple of weeks where I was down there, so... Mm. And, and I, I don't think, know how to answer these questions. No, that, that's, that, you're doing great. That's awesome because I think that like one of the things that I think that we need to recognize is like if you're sitting on a sh if you're sitting and you're like I don't want to serve because I don't know what my giftings are, so I don't know in one mm -hmm. way I can serve. You know, that's not a good place to be because the one way that one clear and easy way in a sense that you can know whether or not you or what areas you've been gifted is is basically going out there and start serving. As you serve, like if you're like, you know, if you're, if you're serving, you're going to be putting up opportunities where you can recognize areas about yourself, like areas of giftedness that you may have been naive to that now as an opportunity to, depending on the areas that you're serving, you, you recognize, man, maybe I'm gifted in this area. Well, not only yeah. you recognize that, but other people confirm Correct. that, right? Correct. So a lot of times when we're serving individuals that we respect, care for, care yeah. for us, can say, hey, listen, I've noticed, like, God's gifted you in this particular area. Yeah. And you might not have seen this before, but I've recognized, man, he's given you the ability to do this, or he's gifted you in this way. Um, but the other thing I would say with service is a lot of people think, like, oh, i got to serve. And, like, for example, if, like, the church needs people to be greeters, and they're like, mm -hmm. man, I don't like greeting, but I guess I'll do it. Serve in areas you enjoy, yeah. right? There's yeah. no reason you can't serve in a capacity. Yeah. Like, if you like kids, serve in the kids' ministry. Yeah. If you can't stand little kids, don't sign up to serve in the nursery, yeah. right? Like, serve in an area that you enjoy serving yeah. in. Yeah. Does it have to be in the local church? I think there's a responsibility on the part of the believer to serve in the body of Christ, okay. but certainly not limited to that. Yeah. I mean, well, we're called I, yeah, to be servants, right. you know, as Jesus came to not to be served, but to serve, right? So... Uh, spiritual giftedness, though, seems very specific about in the body of Christ. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, as far as exercising your gifts for the edification of the body, yeah, yeah. that would be the church. Yeah. But certainly we're called to serve, um, you know, those that are less fortunate, those that are poor, those that are widows, yeah. orphans. Um, we're called to obviously be in the world, but not of the world. Let your light shine. So there's an aspect of love, service, and care for the unbeliever those outside the church as well as within. Yeah. But when we're specifically mentioning spiritual gifts, that's the purpose of them. Yeah. Would be within the body of Christ. And, and I mean, it's, it's a study on spiritual gift and it is, it can be very challenging and convicting because the more you study and the more you see it in the Bible and, you know, puts you in a position where you're like, man, am I actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Sure. You know, like the Lord has gifted me with all of these areas that their purpose, like you share, is for the edification of the believer. So if I hold back from serving, am I then not fulfilling what God has given me for that purpose? Yeah. And the, really, the realization is like we're all going to have to give account before God how we use our giftedness and how Indeed. we serve and how we do with the things that he has given us.
And I don't know about you, but I kind of want to stand before him and be said, you know, I, Eric, you did use the gift that I've given you. Mm-hmm. But it is hard. Yeah. You know, it's challenging. For sure. It is. What would you say are your gifts? Give? Um, I would say in the areas of... Your main gift. Pastor, teacher. Wow. Uh, so pastor, teacher, <laughs> and I think leadership. Wow. Um, it was one. You would just said three there. Yeah. Well, pastor teacher would be one in the same. Yeah. That's one. Yeah, that's one. But then the <laughs> leadership aspect would be another one. Can you so. be a pastor and not a teacher? Um, sure. You can. Yeah. Can you be a teacher and not a pastor? Sure. Yeah. Just, just ask. I mean, there's plenty of examples yeah. of that. that. There's those that are <laughs> teachers, but they're not pastors. So Jeff, if there's somebody's watching or listening and they're like, they 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 will ha- they will want to serve, but they don't know how. What will you tell them? Well, contact the church, obviously. Um, like you said, there's a there's a call to serve in the local church. You can contact this one <laughs> specifically yeah. Um, yeah. if you're local and serve and serve in that capacity. Uh, for one, another, an, and the way I got into it was just by knowing someone else who did. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was what brought me um, yeah. into service is just being influenced in that way so did somebody approach you from the church and ask you hey jeff why aren't you serving or no it wasn't like that it was more like a hey like come on down to junior high so do you think that there's maybe an an aspect of value there for those that are serving to go out and encourage others that maybe they have some relationship that are not currently serving yeah absolutely yeah no question about it yeah i think that's a good strategy just and just to throw this out there one of the things that I think is the most difficult thing about service that prohibits people there's another one for you prohibits prohibits people from serving in the local church is I don't the think that's I, a big word. Jeff. It's yeah, not. I use, I, it's yeah. I, it's I mean, prohibit. I can spell another that. Yeah. P O R. I use that prohibit. I use all the time. H I extrapolate. I don't use typically, but prohibit. I use. Scrapolate. Sorry, I'll retract my joke. Was that a joke? <laughs> Anyways, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff you're on a you're on a roll, man. You're, you're speaking right now. <laughs> does Rachel, does your wife Rachel think you're funny? Yes, does she does yeah. she laugh at like all your jokes? Yes, yeah, it's good. That's I don't good behave at home like I do. In I feel like man. Jeff, if you would have been wearing that green shirt right now, you yes. would be feeling better. Your green one, yeah. Yeah. your green one. to it as your green one, big time. Anyways, or if you had the hat on still, yeah, that that would have been yeah. Before we're done, can you put the hat on one more time for the audience, just because? Just in case they miss no, it, right? I'm, they I'm, maybe start watching or listening to the podcast. They have a pause button, on YouTube and they and they they right. went on YouTube. They're fine, yeah. yeah, I got it. It can rewind. Anyways, what I was saying was, <laughs> one of the things I think keeps people from service legitimately is the idea that you won't be, it won't be sufficient or good enough or valuable enough. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite sermons of all time was. Uh, Remember, Kev, do you remember Kevin DeYoung's message at T4G? He talked in detail about service or works or you know being rendered to Christ, and he made the he made the analogy of like when a child gives a picture to his father, right? Hey, Daddy, I drew this for you. As a dad, your response to the kid isn't this isn't what it should be. This isn't Right, right. Why is my skin blue in this in this coloring? You know, give it back. Try again. No, the response is, is out of gratitude. And so we have to remember that God is our Father, 
and he, in some sense, he does, he can and does treat us in the same way. Um, that our service can be can be valuable in that same sense. I always like that. I like that analogy, and that really, yeah, struck a chord with me. So, yeah, and I think that it speaks to the reality that there may be some that they may feel inadequate or incapable of serving in an area. They may feel like they don't know. They may feel like they have some, you know, uh, uh, what's the word like uh, garbage or, ba- or not ba- garbage baggage uh, baggage mm. uh, that will prevent them from serving in a capacity <laughs> that they should be serving and. That that's those are reasons that keep people from actually stepping up and serving. Now I know yeah. Jeff, like in your journey, you have, you 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 alluded to, alluded to it earlier on that you dealt with things, some spiritual warfare, and I, if I recall, some of those things led you to step back from serving, um, and then you you recognized the need of coming back into service. Is that how it was, or did I mean? How was that journey? Yeah, I I. Th- I... I'm trying to remember. I'm impressed that you remember better than I do. Uh, yeah, for in in the sense that I wanted to just like not do it. Like I wanted to step yeah. back and sort of figure things out yeah. for the time being. I, I yeah, that what that was. So what was it for you the like that click that it's like you know what like I'm gonna go back and do what I need to do. Like again, going back to it's my responsibility. I believe what Jesus says like the greatest one will be. The one that served one another, like I, I did not come to be served, but to serve. You know, that's the example we see in Jesus. So, what clicked for you? Coming out of that spiritual battle, that journey certainly cleared the air. Uh, yeah, once the clouds lifted, and and again, I'm re- reading the New Testament, there are, there are imperatives there, and they they resonated with me. So, that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a, a heart of obedience. Right, I think a lot of times we feel like we're inadequate to be able to serve, which is a good spot right. to feel because, truthfully, you know, no one would be serving if the standard to be able to serve was you have to have everything figured out and be doing everything correctly. Like none of us would be serving, right? right. Yeah. But God uses, you know, desires to use us, you know, and that's where it magnifies again what Christ can do versus what we can individually do. It removes any sense of prideful arrogance about what we're doing because left to ourselves, we could do nothing. Um, and I think that you've, you know, you've communicated yeah. that, and I think that's good. Bruce, this is a, qu- a quote that you hear often. Does God equip who he calls or calls the equip? Like, what are your thoughts on that? That's a ridiculous question. I don't even want to waste time talking about this question. <laughs> but if, what, I, what I would say is that Dude. God, God calls. But his quote is people use say, it all the time. Yeah, the problem, I think, with the question is it's God who calls and equips. Yeah. So God's not going to equip you to do something that he's not going to call you to do, and he's not going to call you to do something he doesn't equip you to do. So it's, he equips those he calls. It's one of those things that people use as a, as a, as a cop-out. I think it's a stupid question. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That people, that people waste time on. That, I shouldn't say it's a stupid question. Yeah. There's no, no stupid got, questions, kids. But yeah. there's, it's one of those there things where I feel like, I feel yeah. like okay, whatever. God yeah. equips and calls. Yeah. Right? I mean, he yeah. calls and equips, he equips and he calls. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's just being in the room with you two or the vibe we got going on. I just want to like throw elbows so bad. Like you said that, and I was like, took a pot. No one, and then no one in this church or this room. But I just like want to start yeah. throwing elbows. Yeah. So, but those, are, I mean, I remember hearing that all the time, especially like what in, not in seminary, but uh, in in school and college. Like you, you hear people saying that all the time. Like, like I said, what's re- the what? What do you hear them say? Like they they will say like God calls. Who he God will God will call or God will equip who he calls. 
Which yeah, it's true. If he's calling well, he you to do something, calls who he equips. but the the phrase will the the the, the deterrent of, or the negative side of the phrase will be that God doesn't call the equip. Meaning, like if you're if you're capable of doing something, he's not gonna call you. That doesn't make any sense yeah, because you if he calls the equip, that's who he's equipped. So it's him equipping anyhow. Yeah, but that's you will hear that, and so a lot of time people will say people just like to argue. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that's true. Here's what it is, though. Like, and I think that, <laughs> yeah, that if you're watching and listening, like, you will recognize, like, even see, seeing someone like Jeff, like, as an example of the necessity that all of us have of being involved in the local church serving. Like, we all have the responsibility. We have the example of Jesus. We, we have seen what Jesus done on the cross for us, right? And how through the grace given through us through his sacrifice and resurrection, the least that we can do you know, is to serve, that it shouldn't be burdensome. It shouldn't be something like, you know, oh, uh, this is tough. I mean, I don't really want to do this. But that we should have a heart of like, no, we want to do this. Like, this is our way of demonstrating, hey, we love you and we are thankful for you have done. And recognizing, too, that like we have talked about, like, God has gifted us so that we can be of a blessing to another person. I think about that. Like, if every single person was being doing what they were, like, if every single Christian at Maranatha was using their gift to edify, for the edification of someone else, imagine what our church would be like today. Well, not only that, but can you imagine if everybody had the attitude of, yeah, I'm not going to serve? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would that look like on a Sunday morning? <laughs> like, like, I understand this, and I don't want to sound too, like, like not like what's the word? For, not like holistic, but like self righteous, I guess. But I think that like I often wonder like why is that we that churches have to find the need of stepping up in front of the people and say, "Hey, we need help in this area." Like why? Why shouldn't it be like, "Hey guys, we're so filled that we appreciate your heart for service, but you know we 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 we're covering now. Let's figure out another area of, of area." But like I seen in like we've seen it in at times where like in the area of children's ministry, where we have so much need. We hey guys, we need someone to step up. Hey guys, we need someone to step up. Like, and I, again, I'm not trying to be so rapturous, and I'm not, and I and I know that some people may have yeah. reasons. But the reality, but the question I'm asking is like, why is that the case? Why shouldn't it be like no, every single person recognize the role that they have, and why are we not stepping up to it? It's a good question. Yeah. Anyways, Jeff. Good question. Any closing thoughts on service? None. I think we've covered all the bases. <laughs> it's it's, it's it's genuinely hard to have yeah. this conversation and not be condescending. Yeah. Like legitimately. I think yeah. that's a real Yeah. And if you're watching or listening, like we, we our heart is just we wanna see people serving. And if you have questions as far as what areas you yeah. can you wanna serve. We're yeah. here. You can either submit the questions to one number. 330 340 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-331-6453. 330-
Um, <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Keep the jokes coming. The jokes were good. Let's um, We would like to see I you on Sunday. Can you, can you, you on Sunday, you know, maybe there's some people that are watching today and they have never met you. Uh, just so that they are able to recognize you. Can you wear, you wear that, that, yeah. that that green Please. shirt on yeah. Sunday? Oh, the green the shirt? Green shirt yeah, and, the green and the hat. And the hat. And the hat. And I the denied hat both of those requests. I mean, yeah. It almost looked like a top hat. Yeah, it the is way like you were wearing it. That looked yeah. like a stove top, a <laughs> yes. blanking type. Like I thought I was I hanging out with the guy from Monopoly. Yes, yeah. Monopoly man, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. And, and, and thank you for your vocabulary. Yes. You, you have a very impressive vocabulary. Hat was good. So we appreciate that. But Jeff, no, thank you. Thank you. And like honestly, Jeff, as I know, like, you know, I appreciate you and I appreciate your heart to serve. You do challenge like someone like me and Bruce, like, that you you challenge and the importance in seeing like you know this is a young man that loves the Lord that recognizes his responsibility and he wants to step up so you know thank you I hope that this will be something that people watching or listening are encouraged by too yes and Jeff yeah. I want to know because Steve didn't know the answer yeah. to this yeah Pastor Steve Bogan, Pastor Steve when he was yeah. we asked him if he knew the question we ask at the conclusion of every podcast so as someone who we assume has listened to the podcast. Do you know what the question is we ask at the end of every podcast to the people who are listening? I, I don't. I'm guessing it's how you can live your life beyond the pew. That was the theme of this. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. What is your life? Wow. What is okay. your life okay. like? Can I make up for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You can go back. You can beyond go back. The pew, like beyond <laughs> yeah, the pew. That's we'll have you back. That's not preaching <laughs> at all. That's excellent. So we appreciate yeah. people listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.